0: Welcome to BIV Today, I'm Tyler Orton. Now look, go back a year or so into the pandemic and there's all that talk of the so-called Great Resignation. It never quite manifested here in Canada and maybe the same way it did down in the United States. But look, our labor markets are incredibly tight and competitive right now comes at the same time that workers are still navigating this kind of mishmash of hybrid work models that differ between company and different companies. So how do large organizations retain and sustain their talents in such an uncertain time? Our guest today can offer some insights into that matter. That is Jayanna Daris. She is a partner and a culture people leader at Deloitte, B.C., the company is slowly opening its new office in downtown Vancouver, but before a big launch this coming fall, lots of different amenities there that will kind of be applicable to this new hybrid age. But uh, before we jump into that, Jay Anna, I just want to thank you for joining us on the show today.
1: Oh, thanks, Tyler. I'm, I'm excited to be here and share.
0: Now, oh, look, I, I talk to workers all the time. I talk to my colleagues all the time. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody it, it has quite come to an agreement about like what's best for them. it almost seems as if like it's subjective person to person, employee to employee. You know, some folks like hybrid, others would love to just be in the office five times a week. Others would would be happy to stay at home in perpetuity. So how do employers start to kind of address these disparate wishes during this tight labor market?
1: And I love how you started off with everyone's still navigating the mishmash because that's exactly what's happening. So you had this before, for most part, model. Everybody was in the office or you're at your clients. Then all of a sudden, we all went remote. And so it's easy. We all picked up. We all went remote. And for us here at Deloitte, that was actually a fairly easy transition. And everybody was the same. So it's the same rules. Not everybody fared as well. I know I personally have young children. And so there was a, a bit of tension at points. But now you've got this point in time where we're trying to offer choice. And it's how do you balance that choice? So you get what is best for individuals, what is best for the organization, and what is best for stakeholders. So who are your clients you're serving for us? So I predominantly focus in audit. So those investors who are using those financial statements, how do we pick what works for best for everybody? And it really is a navigation and trying to figure it out. I don't think anyone's cracked it yet.
0: Well, that's just it, because you bring up the stakeholders as well. I don't think it works if you're a tourism operator and all your employees work from home. Maybe some can do that, but it really is kind of dependent industry to industry, right? Exactly, and
1: you had the safety aspect. And right now, look, BC, we seem to be okay, but in the fall, are we going to have more issues and more transmission? And so how do you balance that safety right? So it's it's beyond just a personal choice at some periods. It's also a safety consideration um, that needs to be juggled.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, you know, just going back into the office more and more, uh, you will see most people, at least in my newsroom, uh, not necessarily wearing masks. Uh, There's still some that are doing that, but it's going to be interesting making other folks, you know, feel comfortable, you know, as you said, in the fall, a lot of people are expecting kind of an uptick in uh, COVID-19 cases, you know, how do we kind of make sure that, everyone still feels comfortable while getting what both uh, employees need as as well as what, I guess, the employers need out of their workers.
1: And key to this, which I don't actually think has changed a ton in the last couple of years, but maybe reinforcing it, is communication Mm. and trust. So being able to have those conversations within a team, with your clients, with your stakeholders, and then trusting that everybody is trying to do the best And and how do you navigate that and communicate and work through that?
0: Well, you speak of communication, and I'm curious what work from home has meant for relations with colleagues over the last two years compared with, you know, um, be more interactive with people in person now that there is more of that push to return to the office.
1: So I'm actually just coming back uh, after a week in Halifax where we had our first Canadian uh, firm partner meeting in in person in three years. And I do have to say, wow, like being able to see people in person and have those connections, the energy level and and the excitement and me coming back into the office today, just was so much more than it would have been say two weeks ago. So I do think there really is value in making those connections in person. So the key is is how do you do that? How do you do that? Taking in this want and need for flexibility and and people having been able to work their lives better um, with the, hey, there's actually benefit from connecting. And that's where I'm actually super excited about our new office and the new space and that ability to sort of try to bring the best of everyone together.
0: Uh, For me personally, it was a little surreal when I started going back to in-person press conferences or just broader industry conferences. And I was, you know, in in large rooms, I was interacting with people. It's very different than just kind of a a virtual, you know, Zoom conference or something like that. And like, I'm with you, I think kind of the the personal in-person kind of interactions that that you can't quite, I I guess, uh, create a facsimile of that just online, right?
1: Exactly. And I think there's some where you had some of those good connections beforehand. You you can keep those going online and you can have those check-ins and that piece. But when it's a net new, it's hard to do it. and you not saying you can't do it. And I think we have done it, although as you sort of introduced some of this reshuffle or resignation in the US is maybe we haven't done it as well as we can. But it does require you to be a lot more deliberate and take more time to do it. And and it's not like we all have excess time. So I, Again, it's that balance because it's it's easy. If you can get people together, I do feel you make those connections just a little bit easier.
0: Now, for your own organization, uh, you folks uh, have the opportunity to kind of uh, roll out a new office in downtown Vancouver, keeping this new kind of hybrid model in mind. Um, you know, it, it, it's a whole different age, um, it, but there's tangible things that you guys are doing to kind of be cognizant of that. How are you folks at Delo- Deloitte, um, you know, uh, building into kind of a uh, th- this new era of work with the physical building that you guys are moving into?
1: Yeah. And so you're, you're right. It's we're calling it the next normal. And we are very lucky and I would say a bit fortunate in terms of the timing of moving in the new space pandemic. It pushed our new our move time here. But it's being able to be deliberate about, OK, when we're in the office, what do we want to do? So gone are the days where you have a bunch of cubicles and people are just heads down working because really, if that's what you need to be doing, you know, at home is probably the better spot to do that. You're not commuting. You're getting less distractions. You can get your head down, get your work done. But when you're in the office, what do you want to get? You want to be running into people. You want to have that water cooler chit chat. Um, but you're also going to have more meetings on person or on technology, like we're doing now, because not everybody's going to be in. So it's more this open concept, so you can have these natural collisions. But a lot of breakout rooms with phones or screens, so you can have step away from a meeting. Um, trying to really make it so that you can bring out the best of what you need to do based on where you are. The other thing that I think has been really great about the new space is sort of that focus on what people are looking for from an employer and in their future and their job. So, the, the sustainability really coming into the building and how we developed it, and then looking at our people's and our health. So, having a walking room, stand up desks. Dog floor, which will be launched in October, which uh, depending seems to be a little bit polarizing. You either love or hate it. Uh, but sure. for those who love it, I think it will be great. So just sort of, I, I'm not necessarily
0: the uh, the dog floor plan. Uh, I'm not in on it myself, but I totally understand why some folks would. But um, uh, where do you stand on the uh, the dog floor?
1: So, as someone who's not going to have a dog with children in my life. I think it's sort of nice to have that option. And again, it's okay. an option. So it'll be a specific floor. If, you don't, if you're not a dog person, there's lots of other floors to choose from.
0: Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I jumped in there. I couldn't help it, but uh, I, uh, please continue on with uh, what we are kind of outlining with regards to the uh, new Deloitte Summit No.
1: Yeah. So I think that's like, so the other going back to sustainability. And so for me, who's very much Came to Vancouver, partly because of public transit, being able to walk to work. Uh, Bike rooms, bike concierge, giving people those options, Um, showers. So some of it's pretty basic stuff that the new building gives us space to think about. Um, And then some of it's using technology. So how we've painted or laid out the design of the building, really trying to think about people, okay, when you're here, what do you want to get out of? it, And how do we build that into your everyday?
0: Well, it's interesting because like you folks are, are building it kind of with that intention of, of uh, attracting people, making it as easy as possible as well. You know, there's just been other ways that I've seen, like I, I was talking to a tech company a couple months ago and they're saying, you know what, we're, we're having like stuff like taco Tuesdays. Like there is kind of this encouragement uh, of, um, not, uh, strong arming folks back into the office, but, uh, gently guiding them and, and make it more enticing to come back to the office. Right.
1: Yeah. No, so it's great, right? So like I said, you need to want to come because you've you've gone, you see you're comfortable, you're not commuting. If you're at home, you've got maybe it's easier to run out, do errands. So if you're coming to the office, there's got to be a why. So is that why? Because you're seeing people and connecting? Uh, Is it because you're better set up here, technology, for this big, large meeting, for this piece? Um, That being said, when I hear the Taco Tuesday, it's one thing I've been very deliberate when we work through with people is that, is there a reason why? And are you being inclusive to maybe people who can't come in at this point or to have health issues? And so we have something similar, I would call Welcome Wednesday, which we do once a month for for new people. And we've tried to do sort of a, a hybrid. So, hey, here's an online portion where we get people together, we do a game or activity, and then following that, there's a social aspect in the office. So really, trying to be inclusive but giving people those options.
0: And I'm going to go backwards because I know I'll get a lot of flack if if people think I don't like dogs. I like dogs, but I think you made a good (laughs) point. It's optional, you know. uh, It's giving people the choice of being surrounded by dogs uh, with their own pets, bringing it in. It's it's just sometimes tough if um, a a non uh, pet owner is uh, dealing with a, a barking dog and they're a reporter writing a story on deadline. That's, that's the only point that uh, I was making there. <laughs> but um, no, no,
1: but, oh, but uh, you, you go back, it's choice, right? And I think it's yeah. also that when you have choice, it takes a little bit more time, right? Like you need to think about what you're doing. So for me, I used to be okay, Monday to Friday, I'd be in the office, so I could plan my routines. Now I actually have to be deliberate. And I have to sit down and look at my calendar Thursday afternoon for the next week and say, okay, When does it make sense for me to be in the office? What, from a work perspective, from a personal and from a meetings, okay, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to be in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week, so I need to book a desk. I need to maybe try to move meetings to do that. So that all takes time. I would argue that the output of following week is way better than it would have been historically. But you need to put that investment in, which for someone like me who's maybe a bit more detailed, calendar organized, that works. Other people, that's going to be a bit of a challenge.
0: I think kind of the, the overall theme here, though, is just flexibility, uh, just making sure that people can be, you know, at their best, wherever that might be.
1: You know, wow. Great summarization. That's exactly right. So it's how can we help people operate at their most efficient, be there, be happy and they're doing it. So it's, it's a win-win for everybody. And, and so that choice is really key.
0: Well, excellent. You know, I, I just want to thank you uh, so much for lending your insights. I Because it, it, we're in kind of this, this weird kind of time frame about, like, some people are ready to go back. Other people are still happy to kind of stay at home. And I think a lot of organizations are still trying to figure this out. So I, I really do appreciate you coming on and uh, helping us out with that, Jana. Uh,
1: no, I, I appreciate the time. And, and like I said, I wouldn't say we've figured it out. But I do feel we are making good strides to mm-hmm. continue to sort of tweak it. And you know what? static, the days of something being the same and going forward, it it just doesn't exist. So being able to be dynamic, have conversations and try to be constantly improving are really key as we work forward.
0: Excellent. And once again, that is Jayanna Darris. She is a partner and culture people leader at Deloitte, BC. That is it for the show today, but you can go to BIV.com for more stories, podcasts, videos, and more over there. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, I just want to thank everyone for listening. I'm Tyler Orton.